the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether you're just starting out on the 20-yard line or driving toward the end zone, your chances of success depend on a solid game plan. Join Rob Black this Saturday for back-to-back seminars on wealth management and wealth accumulation. From 9 a.m. till noon, it's Wealth Preservation and Retirement Planning with CFP Chad Burton. Learn tax reduction strategies, estate planning tips, how to reduce risk by diversifying, and how to pull money out of the markets in retirement. Rob and Chad will discuss the economic outlook, portfolio structure, asset allocation, and more. At 1 p.m., it's Money 101 with the focus on wealth accumulation. Rob will cover everything from insurance, 401ks, IRAs, asset allocation, good debt and bad debt, and more. Learn hints tips and tricks and see how eliminating common mistakes can make a huge difference. Bring your portfolio and your questions to the Embassy Suites Hotel in Walnut Creek this Saturday. Wealth preservation from 9 to noon, wealth accumulation from 1 to 4. Register today at robblack.com. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money invested in more. A couple things are playing out in my head which you don't even want to babysit the thoughts in my head, but One headline that I read this morning, retirement living, debt holds many boomers back. Average baby boomer, a half million dollars short on retirement savings. Prospects for actually retiring look slim. Wow. Prospects for the average baby boomer to retire look slim. 74% are going to retire and count on heavily Social Security. $1,200 a month. $1,200 a month. And the next headline that I read today, Americans will spend billions of dollars on the Super Bowl. We get what we deserve. We reap what we sow. If you're looking to save some cash on your Super Bowl bash, I highly recommend it. But listen to this. An average of $68.54 per person in America. $68.54 per person in America. Three quarters will spend cash on snacks and beverages. That's crazy. Chicken wings. Clock, clock. They're going to be up 15 to 20% in terms of prices from last year. Pass on the chicken wings. May I highly recommend 20 nuggets for 4 bucks at McDonald's. And then just get home and shape them like chicken wings. Throw some spicy barbecue sauce on them and tell people that's what they are. They'll never know the difference. They'll probably be too drunk. Demand's high for chicken wings. Every restaurant has been adding chicken wings to their menu. And the drought. More than 7.5 million households are expected to buy a new TV before the big game. With 5.1 million did last year. You're actually going to find pretty good prices for the big HD TVs, which is a little counterintuitive because demand is up. There's also a couple other factors driving that as well. January sales, stores clearing shelves for new models. So 75% of baby boomers are going to rely on Social Security, $1,200 a month. And yet, I guarantee you, 10, 20 years ago, boom, shakalaka, they were watching the Super Bowl with their friends, spending big bucks on it. 
Again, my advice, pass on the expensive chicken wings. Go with 20 nuggets and McDonald's for 4 bucks. I know you're saying, you can't possibly be serious, can you? Okay, when you're in retirement and you're eating beanie weenies, when you're eating cat food during the Super Bowl, you call and tell me that I was wrong. S&P 500 down 4. Dow up 4. NASDAQ down 17. Holy mackerel. That's what we're dealing with right now. It's holy fish. You know, why don't they ever say holy tuna? No, 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 no. It's always the mackerel. VMware, Yahoo, Seagate, Polaris, EMC, Tupperware, Peabody Energy. All companies that fit that beat earnings but warned. Apple has been in a world of itself. When the stock was getting crushed last week, the market was hitting five-year highs. Now that the market's cooled off a bit, Apple's warmed up a bit. I honestly think I saw a capitulation in Apple last week. I own shares of Apple. We have to disclose that. But long story short, I would be very, very, very respectful that expectations are going to come lower in the next three to four months on Apple. They're probably not going to be... Like today, they announced a new product. a 128-gig iPad 4. Do we need a 128-gig iPad 4? Sure you do. If you're working in CAD, if you're working in you know the hospital, if you're working in high-density high areas, like uh, a lot of data. Four topped expectations by five pennies. It provided some mixed guidance. Saying some encouraging things about North America, but discouraging things about Europe. Pfizer fabricates pharmaceuticals. And Eli Lilly, they both beat and issued inline guidance for the year. I would own Pfizer for the dividend. Like, that's probably like one of the lowest things, lowest standards I could ever say out loud. Like, I date her. She's got teeth. I own Pfizer. I like its dividend. Look at what it's done in the last year. Talking about dividends and how sexy they are. Stocks have gone from 21 to 27. Stock's not cheap at these levels, but again, that dividend is attractive. It's not expensive at these levels either. And it's still a large enough company that they can continue to fire and right-size the company. So, what else do we have for you today? Case-Shiller Home Price Index out today. For the month of November, it was a pretty good number. Like, not jump up and down good, but pretty darn good, all things considered. Oh, I should mention Yahoo had a really good quarter. Wall Street's in love with Marissa Mayer as much as I am. Marry me, Melissa. Marry me. Subliminal message. You think it worked? Ah, I didn't know. It's actually not up right now. Up earlier. Up last night. Down eight cents this morning. Oh, speaking of Pfizer, by the way, um, inline earnings expectations. Big S&P 500 company profits have beaten estimates at least 75% of the time for the 174 companies in the S&P 500. That's pretty good. Pretty good. S&P Case-Shiller Index of Property Values increased 5.5% from November 2011, the biggest year-over-year gain since August 2006. We'll talk about that as the show goes on. The show must go on, by the way. Unless, of course, you're Freddie Mercury from Queen, then... The day after the show was over, and it didn't go on the next day. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Ford, profit beat expectations. There's a lot of positives. Housing's doing good. 
Housing's doing okay. Compared to where we were, it's doing okay. Ford's doing really good, but, you know, billions of dollars in profit? Yeah, sure. And that's good. Again, I'm not going to kick that out with the baby in the bathwater. Income of $5.67 billion for the full year last year. They did not take a bailout. Income of $1.6 billion. I like what I'm seeing. As Jim Carrey once said, I like you a lot. I like you a lot. I like you a lot. Um, I have an official website, which makes me kind of a big deal. Going to be doing a wealth preservation retirement planning event Saturday, Embassy Suites. Not very many people have signed up from radio. Everyone's signing up for my newsletters link, which basically tells me I should quit radio, right? I should just focus on newsletters and emails and get on the Internet and, and be Mr. Internet.com underscore forward slash dot 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 guy. Uh, wealth Preservation Retirement Planning event Saturday. It's going to be with a lot of snakes in the Embassy Suites Walnut Creek Saturday, February 2nd from 9 to noon. Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning. This is for people who are wealthy. This is for people who are near retirement or in retirement. You know, reducing risk is the name of the game. Tax reduction strategies. Rebalancing of your portfolio. Tax efficient distributions. We'll look at the economic outlook. I'll go over a portfolio of dividend paying stocks. You can sign up at robblack.com. And also Saturday, February 2nd. It's Super Seminar Saturday. The Saturday before the Super Bowl. That's super. So Money 101, All Things Financial. Saturday, February 2nd from 1 to 4. That's really for people 20s, 30s, 40s. Um, anytime I see people with gray hair, I'm like, ooh, whoa, life didn't work out for you. Why are you at a Money 101 event? And that's a little bit more good debt, bad debt, hence tips, strategies, diversification, tax reduction strategies, portfolio structure, how to pick stocks, uh, the insurances that you want and don't want. You know, it's cheat sheet. Each calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money from Wall Street Business Network. And your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. You know Maxwell the pig from Geico? He's turning into my favorite commercial. He's the pig that last year we saw rolling down a hill going, Wee! And we didn't know what the commercial was for. We just said, Hey, a pig saying we. And then this year he starts poking fun at celebrities on airplanes. Um, Alec Baldwin, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. So I've decided in order to save money, I'm going to roast Maxwell the Pig in a pit at my house for the Super Bowl. Everyone's invited. We're all going to eat bacon. And then when it's all said and done, just to hide the evidence, because no one wants to kill a celebrity pig, we're going to cement him. We're going to cement him somewhere in my yard. Yeah. Yeah. So the average engagement ring costs $5,200 
And about 12% of couples spend more than $8,000 for an engagement ring. First segment, I said 75% of baby boomers are going to retire living on $1,200 a month of Social Security, which I guarantee you is way, way, way below the poverty line. And top of that, let me even throw out another angle on this because, you know, you love me. But um, 34% of older Americans use credit cards to pay for living expenses. That's nuts. One-third of people who file bankruptcy are 50 or older in their golden years. Not a good idea. So we spend crazy amounts early on for stupid stuff like rings. Again, love the woman forever, love the man forever. Don't pay for it forever. Let's take a look at the market numbers. Yahoo still down six cents. What else we got? SP 500 down one, Dow up 37, NASDAQ down 11. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton with NewFocusFinancial.com or at NewFocusFinancial.com. He's with New Focus Financial. We've got seminars coming up, wealth preservation, retirement planning. You can learn more about them at RobBlack.com. So let's talk retirement products. These are topics that might come up at the seminar coming up. What retirement products, and that's a funny way of looking at it. The financial business is all about products. Yeah, well, one of the newest ones that I'll start with that one first because people aren't hearing about it too much is longevity insurance. Longevity insurance. So longevity insurance is an insurance policy that you can buy that if you live past typically 85, it'll kick in and pay a, a pretty decent benefit. And the payoffs are fairly decent in terms of a if you would invest in yeah. something different than have a lump sum at that age. Um, and then it pays you as long as you live. There's also products out there, Rob, that you when, can when now... Do you, when do you buy that? You, you buy it at retirement ages, like when you retire, okay. 65 plus typically. So you pay um, it for 20 years, and then you hope that you hope that you're still alive. And then if you live and you're healthy at 85, you could live another 15, 20, 25 years. This is the two sisters now that have lived to like 120. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're making two it up. oldest living siblings ever. Yeah. Um, so in their situation, they would have been very well paid off on a, on some sort of product. I've never met anybody that's bought it yet, nor have I recommended it. Okay. But there's um, some there's a lot of variable annuities out there that say no matter what you invest in, whatever you invest, they'll pay you five to six percent for the rest of your life. It's not a principal guarantee. Yeah. It's an income for life guarantee, and it's good to have about twenty to thirty percent of your retirement needs coming from guaranteed lifetime income, whether it's Social Security, pension, or you do it your own. If you do it your own and you use one of these variable annuities that offer that lifetime income guarantee, make sure it's no load, very low fees, really good investment choices. Because a lot of the way that those charges for for commission-based brokers is that it eats into your principal so much, what you end up leaving your spouse or your heirs is very, very small. Okay, so it benefits you while you're alive, but what if you die? The money's going to go to your spouse or your heirs, so it costs you too much. But there's also products out there now being sold on balanced portfolios where you can buy Insurance. So you can set up a balanced portfolio and buy insurance for like one, one and a half percent a year of extra fees that says this balanced portfolio will provide me income for the rest of my life. So that's kind of the latest trending product out there in retirement. Are these products going to stick around? Because that's one thing that I worry about with insurance products. Like um, a lot of businesses are getting out of the annuity business because they didn't think people were going to live that long and they didn't plan for it successfully. And they're getting out of. The reverse mortgage business, right. banks, another bank just left recently. Um, another company is drastically changing. One of the There's really only four or five really good, decent long-term care providers out there, long-term care insurance right. providers. And one is uh, getting rid of the spousal 40% discount. It's usually a lot cheaper for spouses to buy. That's going away. Lifetime benefits are going away. Premiums are increasing. Um, those, those types of things are becoming more expensive as people live a lot longer. So it's really becoming more and more important to make sure you don't retire too early 
and build up a nest egg that's more than you think you're going to need. It's kind of a crazy concept. Um, you know, in, under age 60, you think of let's keep our insurance practical. You know, let's you know, not pay the insurance guy too much, but you're telling me that you could buy longevity insurance and you could basically place a bet on whether you're going to live past 85 and start dwindling your assets down. It's crazy, the products that's out there. I mean, if you kind of think about it in general, if you've got, you know, let's say 30% of your portfolio, you buy that type of insurance on. Right. Or you're paying an extra one, one and a half percent in in annual fees just to have that peace of mind in the background. And a lot of times I'll run into two people and, you know, married couple, one's more aggressive, one's very conservative. And the conservative person, a lot of times it's that lifetime guarantees and making sure that they're protected if one of them goes into a nursing home. It's really important for them to be able to do those things before they retire. So you got to, you know, there's some give and take in, in spouses when they retire and setting up portfolio and buying, uh, you know, types of retirement products that are out there. Another one that I think that will start to pick up traction, um, uh, now it's a little tough with yield so low in bonds because they're kind of price-based on treasuries, but there's things called structured note CDs where right. you can buy CDs that are three to ten years long. And instead of having an annual interest rate, your, your, your return isn't calculated until the end of maturity. And it's based on the movement of different indexes like the S&P 500 um, or some international indexes where you'll get, as long as you keep the CD for three to ten years, depending on the length you buy, it's FDIC insured, and you'll get, say, 45% of the upside of those indexes, but no downside risk. So if CDs are paying you know, less than half a percent, you could get 40% of an upside of an index over that period of time. A lot of people will start looking at those as well. You've got to be careful on fees on all these products, whether it's structured notes, variable annuities, uh, fixed annuities, bonds, reverse mortgages, longevity insurance. None of these things are free. Right. That's why you work with a person that is certified financial planner, but they have to be able to say they're a fiduciary and they, they're fee-based. They're not commission-based. Come meet Chad Burton at a Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning event soon. Find out more about that at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. You can find Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, and it's clearly a seminar week, which basically means you're going to hear a lot of me and Chad Burton talking about things like retirement. Again, there's a great story out today in the USA Today, stressing what we stress here every day, more people delaying retirement. That's probably the best thing you could do if you haven't saved enough. 65, uh, share the share of workers 65 and older in the labor force rose to 16%, up from 1990s to 12%. So more and more people are working as long as they can. I want you to have a big nest egg. I want you to stop making silly decisions. I want you to start saving younger, earlier, sooner, more. We'll take a break here. Come back with a little more on financial planning issues with Chad Burton. You can sign up for the seminars this weekend. In Walnut Creek, Wealth Preservation from 9 to noon, Money 101, All Things Financial from 1 to 4 at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Rob Black has a financial slow since I started Lennox Financial over 10 years. Lending Act. NMLS 3304. Not all loans apply. Equal housing lender. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Apple's going to sell an iPad with 128 gigs of storage. Home prices up 5.5% from a year ago. Three quarters of retirees, baby boomer retirees, are going to have to count on Social Security. More of them are carrying debt than they should. $8,000 of credit card debt is the average. Oh, mortgages are hitting a four-month high. One of the stories out there is when does the Fed start raising interest rates? Well, when they do, it's going to be a big event. It's going to change a theme in the market of cheap money's no longer there. Netflix is going to do a debt sale so that they can raise money to cover licensing costs and original content. They're not doing it with profits. They're doing it with low-cost debt. You and I, we've refinanced our mortgages with low-cost debt. Just know that when interest rates go up, mortgage rates go up, the borrowing costs go up, and we're able to buy less and have to service more on interest. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton, how are you today? Doing well. You know, talking last night, you were talking about retirees and having to extend longer. I was talking last night on the show about about 40% of the contributions last year, or actually in 2010 and 11, were pulled back out by people still working to pay for everyday expenses. So contributions into what? Into 401k plans. So people across the country in 2010 and 11, you have everybody, you know, plugging money, every paycheck into their 401k. Well, 40% of that money got pulled back out by workers just to pay for everyday expenses. So that's yeah, really, pretty alarming, right? People just draining their own retirement, robbing their own retirement to, you know, hopefully not buy a new car or something stupid like that. People like you and I who are meticulous, we're ridiculous, we're, we're, we're peculiar about how much we save and why we save so much. Uh, basically, about 20, 30 years, we're going to be like the cream of the crop. We're going to be like the Darwinian champions. It, it is. It's, it's, and, you know, there's unfortunately a big spread. It it's really goes into an investing theme, Rob. It goes into where is the middle class growing, and right now you have, you know, a, a continuing divide because of what I think is really a lot of tax issues, a lot of unfriendly corporate tax issues where jobs are being created faster overseas than they are here, and that is also creating those that have the ability to save and, and those that don't, and it's a sad thing. But yet the average American is going to spend $68 per person on the Super Bowl party this weekend. I know. Guacamole sales or, or avocado sales through the roof this time of year. I think it's something like a third of the avocado sales happen in this week. I think if we were to extrapolate, Chad, and I don't know if we should because I'm getting off topic, but there's probably one thing every month that we just blow stupid money on, whether it's Valentine's or the Super Bowl or St. Patrick's Day or Easter uh, July 4th, Labor Day, Memorial Day. Like I can come up with one big event every month that we, and that's your retirement account right there. If you stop celebrating holidays. Yeah, for me, it's eating out with the kids. And you take three kids eating out, and you know, add a root beer in there or whatever. It's, it gets expensive, and and then for me in the summertime, of course, it's it's boating. That's what kills me. You know, I think root beer has more alcohol than Coors beer does. You may want to go with Coors. <laughs> I could be, yeah. With that said, um, any of your kids ordering like steaks yet? Have they leaped from the kids menu onto like the the high the high cost menu? 
Yeah, my 13-year-old has been, he, he since he was 12, refuses to order from the kid menu. And plus, it's not enough, so I end up buying him two kids' plates, so I might as well just get him an adult version. But sushi used to be a great, you know, go out. Now, all three of my kids like sushi way more than I do. And that's the one that breaks me, it's sushi trips. Yeah. You know, the cheap places. Yep. A little bit of advice. Never go to sushi on Sunday. On Sunday or Monday. Or any time after about, what, 7 p.m.? When you're the last part of the fish. Okay. <laughs> so that's a good tip. I used to work in the restaurant industry when I was in college, and uh, no fresh fish comes. It comes on Friday and it comes on Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, so stay away from sushi on Sunday and Mondays. Good Monday Just tips there. my advice. Um, if you're going to pay for a lot for it, you're going to pay a lot for it, and you get the idea. Um, we got a big seminar coming up this weekend, Financial Planning, Wealth Preservation, Retirement Planning. That's going to be one half of it. You run that from 9 to noon. It's a pretty good event. It's uh, informative. It's a lot of information. Uh, it's the Embassy Suites in Walnut Creek. You do a show here Monday nights on KDOW 1220 from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. They could sign up for the event at robblack.com, robblack.com, or chadburton.com, chadburton.com. But uh, anything we should know about this wealth preservation event right now? Um, yeah, it's kind of, you know, if you're within 10 years from retiring and thinking that you're going to be able to retire soon, it's it's, it's a wake-up call. Hopefully you go and you realize that, okay, you, you do have enough, you are on track to retire, and you just end up getting a better plan in place. Um and, and know how and how important timing is in retirement. When you're when you're working and saving, timing doesn't matter. Just keep plugging away and pay attention to your asset allocation and rebalancing. But what we talk a lot about in the wealth management event is locking in gains, rebalancing your portfolio, and maintaining a certain amount of safe money to get you through market corrections that can last. And we just saw it from 2007 to right now in 2012. Sometimes you need five years of an income hedge in order to let portfolios recover. And you're going to be retired for 35 years in many cases. So you really have to have a good long-term plan. Stick to it. Absolutely. Um, Chad is a Bay Area resource. He can answer any sort of questions. Like, if you get paid a dividend in a regular account and you don't take that dividend out and spend it, do you pay taxes on it? There's Chad, there's questions that abound every single day that we have. And we don't have the resource to go to other than Google, and the Google information is pretty iffy at best at times. Um, I saw that you just got an, a mail, email, or a call from a friend about his mother-in-law, and it, it involved an inheritance. And people just make big mistakes because they assume too much. You know, yeah, and this friend of mine, was I mean, he was literally at the point of pulling his hair out. He was so frustrated because uh, we've got a family dynamic where, the, where um, you know, mom, single mom, um, making about 80k a year as a nurse at age 55, really, really helpful and into helping the grandkids and almost too giving. You get these people that they almost give too much without thinking about themselves first. And so this woman had um, her her father had passed away and she was inheriting a $500,000 IRA. And you know, retirement and inheriting kind of they, they tend to be happening at the same time more and more. And it's it's because our parents are living longer, so they're, they're passing away close to the age that we're retiring now, which is kind of a weird dynamic, but it's happening more and more. And it goes back to, you know, how naive people really are on, on how much they need to retire, especially in terms of health care costs. Because this nurse who's making about 80 k a year, she's got about 200000 saved up at age 55. 
And in her mind, that, that that was a lot of money. And it is a lot of money, but it's not enough to call it quits because she was just about to take this $500,000 IRA that she got from her dad, and she was about to cash it in. She had the paperwork filled out to cash it in, not realizing that, you know, that was going to stick her up into the highest tax bracket, and she was going to lose half of it between state and federal taxes. So first of all, luckily, I, you know, I caught her before she turned the paperwork in, and she would you can roll that 500000 into an inherited IRA and not pay any taxes. You just take a little bit out each year. But her plan was to take it in cash and pay off her granddaughter's $30,000 student loan and retire in two years. That would basically be $700,000 in retirement minus the taxes minus the $30,000 to the student loan for the grandchild. There's no way she had anywhere near enough. I mean, it's, it's, it's a brutal situation, but people are not aware of how much they need to retire because of health care costs and inflation. I shot you a, um, a, a PDF, Rob, that you can email out to listeners, and it's a, a chart that I show where it says, okay, if you have uh, what rate of return do you have, and you never want to use more than a 6 to 7% long-term assumption on your rates of return, can you get more? Heck, yeah, last year would have been a year where you would have got more. But you also have to say, okay, if I'm withdrawing 4 or 5% and I need to have my withdrawals increase every year with inflation, how long my money is going to last? And it's a quick and dirty chart that you can send people so that if they're, they're wondering, you know, how long their money is going to last, that chart can kind of give you a basic idea um, of how long your money is going to last based on your rate of return and how much you're going to draw out each year. I always need to explain this to me because I'm looking at it and I see the 1% to 12% withdrawal rates. I see the rate of return. Yep. Okay, so you're kind of like gray, you put in in gray the area that you should withdraw, 4 to 5%, and the rate of return you should expect, 5 to 6. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if, you, if you're kind of in the safe zone, gotcha. which, um, you know, you, you assume 6 to 7% rate of return. So I've got 6% highlighted there. And if you're, if you're assuming a 6% long-term rate of return, a conservative, very balanced portfolio, and you have to do that because bond rates are, are paying so low and you need, you know, 30 to 40% in fixed income when you retire, if you're going to get a 6% rate of return, and you're going to start off by drawing 4% of your portfolio this year, but have your in- withdrawals increase every year to keep up with inflation, your money is going to last 44 years. Thanks very okay. much. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can meet him this weekend. I will mail out this chart to you. Drop me an email at rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. It's how much do you need to retire? How long will it last? Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning Seminar this Saturday from 9 to noon, Embassy Suites, Walnut Creek, and a Money 101 later in the afternoon. Find out more at robblack.com. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I'm not perfect. I pretend to be at times, but I'm not. 
I do my very best to give you a good, honest, second-hand opinion of what we're seeing in the news. Um, I do my best. In a New Orleans Super Bowl, it's going to generate about $185 million in visitor spending. Do I wish more of that was going into people's savings? I do. Do I want to enjoy the Super Bowl? Hell yeah, I want to enjoy the Super Bowl. It's a day to relax. Next day is calling sick work day. You know, it, it's one of the worst productive days of the year. So a couple things I want to hit on, because one of the things I can honestly tell you with my whole heart is you need to support the station. So anytime you hear me say that phrase, you need to know that I'm saying something pretty much so honest, okay? When you support the stations and their sponsors and their advertisers, you basically keep shows on like this. KDOW's half-off deal of the week, just in time for your Super Bowl party. Now, this is something I could bite into. This is something I could feel okay with. Just in time for your Super Bowl party, $50 worth of textile BBQ for 25 bucks. Dickie's BBQ Pit in San Bruno, El Camino near Tanforin Center. It's a new location, opened just last month. Dickie's Barbecue Pit in San Bruno on El Camino near the Tanforin Center. They source only the best meats. They track them to the field, to the table, which is pretty sweet. Uh, the one thing I like about California is that we do lead the nation as far as some of our trends. One of the ones that I like is how informed we are with local foods and meats. All meats are seasoned in the slow-smoked on site. Love the slow-cooked meal. The slow-cooked meat, ah, tender, juicy, off the boat. Full-service catering available, including delivery, setup, serve, and cleanup. Find out more. Get your half-off certificate at kdow.biz. It's kdow.biz. So anyone who's planning to buy food on Super Bowl Sunday, this is the deal for you. It's $50 of Texas-style barbecue for 25 bucks. You can't beat that. In fact, you can tell your friends you're paying full price, collect full price, and pocket it and eat free, right? There's so many ways that you can look at this deal. I'm not telling you to be dishonest, but you have to go to kdow.biz. And when you're at kdow.biz and you hit half-off deals, you can see some of the past half-off deals and click on those and pick those up. Not every one of them is right for everyone. You know, when you have a King Swimming Academy and you're single and 30 and know how to swim, you probably don't need swimming lessons. But you do need Super Bowl food, and you can save money on it. And again, it's Dickie's Barbecue Pit in San Bruno. You can get that half-off certificate for a limited time at kdow.biz. That's kdow.biz. Bulls taking a little bit of a breather. We've had a great January. We're not going to have a year where we're up 60%. Every month's not going to be as glorious, which is okay. Year-over-year, Case-Shiller 20-city home price index rose 5.5%. Not too shabby. Again, a lot of that, though, is investors who are looking to beef up uh, property portfolios. And it's not the mom and pop. And I do wish it was the mom and pop. But it isn't. So to get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. And or if you want to call and throw some uh, content at me, that's totally appropriate as well. Just do me a favor and don't be shy. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Rob at robblack.com. You can hit me on Twitter. Twitter account is Rob Black Show. Twitter account is Rob Black Show. And I'm posting a YouTube video in about 15 minutes from my morning hit on Crown 4 News. That is at Rob Black Show on YouTube. So stocks are dropping pretty much so meh, end of the month is the way I'm reading it. You may read it completely different. Uh, they've had a great run. It's earnings season. There's not a lot to get excited about in the first quarter and second quarter of the year. There's a lot to get excited in the back half. 
The SP 500 up two, so it's kind of zigzagging between up and down. Dow's up 37, the Nasdaq's down nine. Uh, Yahoo had a pretty good quarter. Now the stock's down 41 cents, and people are going to go wah. But it's also gone from 15 to 21, back down to 20 in the last four months since Melissa Meyer has joined the company. Um, again, she seems to be a good leader. She bought all of the employees' iPhones and free food. And turnarounds take time if they're going to work at all. So she's doing the right thing and uh, making sure that the employees are content for the next couple of months because she needs that consistency from them. Ten-year treasury has broken 2%. That's worthy of note. Um, it's worthy to think about. It's worthy to talk about because borrowing costs are going higher. Borrowing costs are going higher. Research and motion shares are slammed ahead of the BlackBerry unveiling. As we count down to the BlackBerry 10 unveiling, shares are down 7%. It's buy on the rumor, sell on the news. Buy on the rumor, sell on the news. I can't imagine, and again, this is just me, and this is me being incredibly biased. I can't imagine a scenario where they become relevant again. Technology is filled and littered with information superhighway roadkill. And to me, research in motion got hit about two, three years ago. When the iPhone came out and slowly, slowly started going from consumer to people saying, you know what, I want this at my office, it crushed the company. It didn't happen instantly. You know, Jim Cramer used to call research in motion one of his four horsemen back when it was 130 bucks. And now that it's down to 15 bucks, he's like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. I said my price target on research in motion since the iPhone's come out, zero. Except for there's a thing of patents. People want patents, I get it. So, I'm not totally sold on that one, if you know what I'm saying. Um, seminar coming up this weekend. I need some more radio listeners to sign up. I know they're doing it through the newsletter, and I'm going to send out a newsletter tomorrow. You can sign up for it at robblack.com and sign up for visitor sign-up, visitor sign-up. But I'd like to see some in-show sign-ups showing that you're actually listening and paying attention. Uh, Saturday, from 9 to noon, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning. That's going to be led by CFP Chad Burton. In the afternoon, from 1 to 4 at the Embassy Suites in Walnut Creek, I'm going to do the Money 101, all things financial. It's everything you need to know to get to retirement. You can sign up at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Safety is key. That's why who are the winners and losers on Wall for making any investment or financial planning decision? Black and your money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much, much more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 
I pride myself on doing a show that's honest, that is friendly, that's approachable, that won't freak you out. Uh, I know that sounds like a tall order. Most people ignore money. Most people are uncomfortable with money. That leads to people making mistakes with money. So, yeah, I'm going to talk market numbers, and that may not be your cup of tea. And, yeah, I'm going to say things like, you know, you're financially retarded. You're slowing your financial growth down by not knowing. Look, we all do it. I got a little bit busy in the last couple of weeks. And uh, when I got busy, you know, I, I had some extra money laying around that should have been invested. You know, gifts fall into your lap each and every day. And sometimes we're just like, oh, too busy, too busy, too busy. And then you're looking at your cash, and you're like, that yield that I'm getting on my cash is nothing. Can't buy CDs in this market. Walmart today has been accused of using the Mexican governor to push bribes. Interesting. That's according to documents being released by U.S. Congress. Other big stories out there today. Stocks are kind of waffling a little bit. They definitely open with a negative bias, but they definitely um, are fighting it. NASDAQ's down 10. Dow's up 34. The SP 500's up 1. Ford is down 4%. They said the European losses are going to be wider than forecast. 2013 deficit would be worse. VMware plunged 19% after predicting first quarter revenue that missed projections amid cutbacks from corporate customers. I like VMware. I like looking at it. It's pretty. To me, it reminds me of that 30-year-old woman who goes to raves. It's a little bit on the crazy side. Time to settle down. Time to settle down. It's I can't go after crazy. I can't do it. Not gone, not gone, not gone to do it. So each earning season is always a time of turbulence. You fly into it thinking, you know, this is going to be good. We know corporate America is all about profits. We know that. We hate corporate America. We demonize corporate America. They're the villain of movies. Greed is good. And you're like, but, 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 I can't even feed my baby. So right now the market's taking a little bit of a break. The market's had a huge run-up in January. A huge year in 2012. Corporate earnings have been climbing for three straight years. Federal Reserve has increased its bond purchases, keeping interest rates low. So companies like Netflix, they come out and they say, yeah, we're going to be borrowing some money so we can pay for content. And that's the right time to do it. The right time for the United States to run up a massive debt is with low interest rates. If you're going to do it, that's the time to do it. And all you Tea Party people out there, hold your emails. Or send them to someone else. Send them to danin at crown.com. That's my email address. So 25 companies in the SP 500 are reporting quarterly earnings today. It's a, it's a big chunk. So far, 76% of the 174 that have reported have exceeded profit projections. 69 have surpassed sales projections. So analysts came down with their numbers. So that's kind of bogus. Did they surpass what they, they said they were going to do in the fourth quarter of last year? No. But they told Wall Street, hey, lower your numbers to areas where we can beat them. That's how the game is played. 
And now you're saying, game played? Where's the game? Can I buy tickets? You probably can, now that I think about it. Some shocking statistics. Who wants a shocking statistic? I think I'm going to turn that into a segment. Shocking statistics. And you'll hear like... Um, A third of retirees file for bankruptcy are 50 or older. It's disturbing. Because you don't have time to recover. If you're 30, 35, 40... And you've made some massive mistakes with your college debt. With your again, college debt never goes away. If you made some mistake with some of your debt, there's no shame in, in going bankrupt. Again, is it the, what I would do? No, I'd kick up my bootstraps. I would, uh, you know, get a weekend job. I'd belly dance for you. That's right, people. I would go so low as to belly dance to make money to pay back my debt. Thirty-four percent of Americans use credit cards to pay for basic living expenses. Older Americans they use credit cards to pay mortgage payments, groceries, and utilities. Now, it's tough to pay a mortgage payment with a credit card. You could, if you can figure out how to do it, good luck to you. I know you can. But you typically can't use credit to pay down credit. 74% of boomers in the survey that came out today said they're going to have to rely heavily on Social Security. Social Security is $1,200 a month on average. Okay, you want another shocking statistic? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Keep in mind, of that $1,200, you get taxed. So let's say you live in a state like California where it's 15, 12, 10% income, 10% uh, sales. And then you throw in about $600 for Medicare, Medicaid, Medi-Cal. You're down to about living off $400 a month. So good luck, boomers. Have a good Super Bowl party this weekend. Spend your $68. But do know... That soon you'll be eating beanie weenies and cat food at Super Bowl parties. Okay. So there's an artist on Pandora. Her song got played one and a half million times. How much money do you think she made? Take a guess. One and a half million times. What do you think the royalties are? She made $1,600. So, I I can't buy Pandora. I don't see a business model there that I'm comfortable with. Guy asked me how he should finance spending $8,000 for an engagement ring. Average ring is about a carat. For the center cut, for the center ring, about 1.4 carats total. $8,000. He's asked me how to finance it. Well, first and foremost, financing love and financing marriage is pretty ridiculous. You know, Jared, ooh, ooh, Jared, 25% after that first year. 0% for the first 12 months, but 25% thereafter. K Jewelers, 25%. Shane and Company, 27.8% after the first six months. Zales, 29%. Now, again, I'm all for love and, and marriage. Go buy a really cool ring that's inexpensive. Go buy a cubic zirconium. Get a part-time job at a jewelry store and then get it at cost. Buy loose diamonds if you have to. Again, I think diamonds are one of the most ridiculous things on the planet. And again, I've spent as much as $16,000 on jewelry. Like, 
I'm stupid, but at least I'm wealthy and stupid. $60,000 on one piece. And again, IQ is way higher than that. And I just can't, I just, I'd rather feed homeless people. I'd rather say, sugar booger, how about if I give you $5,000 and do whatever you want with it? Go buy lots of clothes. And I give the rest of the money to, to charity. Facebook shares are heading back towards $38. They've been marching. Strong start of the month. Seminar coming up this weekend. Embassy Suites. Two of them. Wealth Preservation in the morning. Retirement Planning. And then Money 101 in the afternoon. Embassy Suites. Walnut Creek. Sign up at Rob Black. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. We're headed back out towards the Benicia Bridge. Mid-span, we have an accident with a car on its roof still blocking the right lane. We have a much better location. It's southbound 680 just before the south end. Traffic has been forced. Send an email to... It was the moment I... We've got the Dow Industrials higher. They said, you know, they would lose a billion and a half. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I can't tell you how important it is for you to reach out and touch this show. For instance, I'm up in Seattle and I've really only heard five times from people in about ten months. It's just not working there. I'll tinker with it. I'll give it a little bit more time. But it's really important that if you're listening, you reach out and say, hey, I'm listening. And you can do it a lot of ways. You can sign up for my visitor. Sign up at robblack.com. I'll never, ever sell your email list to anyone that doesn't give me at least $100 per name. Um, you could also also um, come to a seminar. Uh, seminars are cheap. For instance, uh, they're almost no cost, low cost. Anything that I raise, I double and give to charity. Um, it's a good chance for you to get to know, you get to know, you get to know more about finances and investing in, in markets, uh, what to expect in retirement, current market conditions, uh, wealth preservation retirement planning from 9 to noon on Saturday for uh, February 2nd, Embassy Suites, Walnut Creek, and Money 101, all things financial from 1 to 4 in the afternoon. So one's for people accumulating wealth in the afternoon, and one's for people who are close to retirement, close to managing that wealth. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. You can sign up for the seminar at robblack.com. SP 500 up 1, the Dow up 34, the NASDAQ down 10. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton talking things besides portfolios, i.e. things besides wealth that you need to start thinking about for retirement. We have a retirement wealth preservation seminar coming up soon. You can find out more at robblack.com. What do things need to be thinking about other than their cash money? Transitioning into retirement is a big life-changing event, so you have to update a lot of things. Um, The first thing is make sure you update your estate plan, and especially in a state like California where probate is extremely expensive. Right. If you have property outside of, if if you have real estate and more than $30,000 of assets, especially outside of, you know, an IRA, you need a trust. Okay. You really do. It's going to save – what you spend on a trust, you'll save your heirs triple that in probate fees. So you need a, a trust, but along with that comes two other very important documents. It's a power of attorney, so if something happens to you, your spouse can step in and handle your affairs or a loved one, and a health care directive. Okay, well, wait, it's not too power of attorney. Who should get my power of attorney? Your Wife, spouse. Spouse? Yeah. Okay. 
But keep in mind, I, I want a new wife every five years, mm-hmm. especially in retirement. It's called the trade-up policy. <laughs> Do I give it to... Let's see if you can still maintain that trade-up policy and <laughs> when you're 65. Dude, I plan to be like the guy who... Uh, I don't even want to get there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that part out. No, 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 no. Um, so, okay, so... Let's say you do get divorced and you have some power of attorney. How do you can you undo a power of attorney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. as soon as you do a new one, part of it, the document is you're you're rescinding all the other power of attorneys. Okay, what's a durable power of attorney? A durable power of attorney. If it's not a durable power of attorney, a lot of financial institutions ignore it or say that it's not strong enough. So you can think of a durable power of attorney in layman's terms as a much stronger, longer-lasting document. But you still run into situations where certain financial institutions still want their own document signed. Right. So even though you have one, you still might want to check with your financial institution to make sure that the one that you have is actually good enough and, and uh, their legal department will also honor it. So Anna Nicole Smith, she married like a 90-year-old oil baron who was going to leave his money to his children. She started feeding them bacon sandwiches, which I'll be honest with you, it's pretty tasty. I don't know if you've ever had a bacon sandwich. Put a little strip of bacon on top, even better. Yeah. Um, so that whole estate plan got challenged in court for years. You know, was he of sound mind? Did she use him? Uh, you don't see that very often. These documents are pretty hardcore. Bull- I see, I see a story like that at least once a year. Okay. Even just of, of people that I talk to or you know, new clients that I meet, the stories that they tell. Um and that's one of the topics is one of the things that you have to do to get ready for retirement is get healthy. You know, <laughs> people that aren't healthy, a lot of times they're taken advantage of. You know, if somebody can see that you're wealthy but not very healthy, right? they'll be knocking at your door. Interesting. And so get healthy because not only that, but you will spend less on health care costs. So one of the things that you should focus on as part of your life-changing event, which is going into retirement, is getting healthy. Because in order to enjoy retirement, you need to be healthy. In order to do the things that you never wanted to do, or you never had the time to do, you need to be healthy. Like fly fishing. <laughs> or traveling, whatever. Hiking. Um, having hobbies and charitable intent is also you know, things that you volunteer for. The happiest people I see are the ones that have a lot of hobbies, whether it be golf or quilting for that matter, <laughs> some of those weird things. Quilting is not a hobby. It, 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 you'll be surprised, Rob. Um, you think I'll ever make a quilt? Go to Sisters, Oregon during the Quilt Fest. It's ridiculous. Um, charitable intent also volunteering. You, you and I got to go stroll for chicks at a quilt fest. That's right. That would be a sight. Fancy motorhomes and odd eyeglasses. Motorhomes, there's a retirement expense. Yeah, very expensive. Very expensive. Rent, don't buy unless you're going to use it. Three six five. Yeah, yeah. retirement is the biggest life changing year of that. It's bigger than a divorce. It's bigger than becoming an empty nester. You go from funding a nest egg and having a paycheck and having something to do and a requirement every day to something completely different. And a lot of times it requires counseling to make that transition, and and a lot of long term preparation. Yeah, I've <clears throat> I've got a client right now, Rob, that went from running a large construction company, right? Uh, you know, three hundred thousand dollars a year, right? Uh, everybody was always knocking on his door every every day, um, you know, 14 hours a day until he was 62 years old. And he's gone through this phase of depression because he can't spend the money that he created. Right. Um, more than well prepared for retirement. And he just doesn't know what to do every day when he wakes up. Yeah. He, doesn't, he didn't create those hobbies over his lifetime because he worked so hard. 
And so he's going through a, a very depressive state right now. That sounds like me in 20 years. <laughs> it could be. I have uh, no hobbies. I have no friends. Them? Who would you talk to? My only, my only hobbies are unhealthy. <laughs> and could wind me up in jail, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of jail, what are, the other things you got to help and prepare for is speaking of jail, <laughs> me like is helping nice kids, transition. helping your kids out. A lot of people have to be ready to help kids and grandkids because the job market's tougher for younger people now yeah. than it was ten years ago. Uh, and be ready to be busier than ever. A lot of people once they retire, they say, "I don't know how I had time to work. I'm so busy now." So just be ready to say to enjoy what you saved and don't don't become a miser. One of my uncles actually goes to prisons and talks to prisoners uh, in retirement. Kind of interesting. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Apple's coming out with a new iPad. It On the surface, it seems crazy. 128 gigs. 128 gigs. On the price tag, it seems ridiculous. Um, $929 for a Wi-Fi model. That's pretty high. That's pretty high. But who is this for? It's for corporate America. It's not for you. 85% of global 500 companies are testing the iPad or using the iPad. That's not going to go away anytime soon. Seminar coming up this weekend in Walnut Creek, Saturday. It's a great way to support the show just to see you. Just to see you. Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning from 9 to noon in the morning, Embassy Suites, Walnut Creek. And in the afternoon from 1 to 4, Money 101, All Things Financial, Embassy Suites. I'm Rob Black. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money investing and more. Anything on your mind, you let me know, and I will talk about it. 800-516-1220. to get your calls on the air. Let me know what's on your mind. One thing that I like to throw out on occasion is a little bit of history. Back in the 1980s, everyone was convinced that Japan would buy America. And there's little pieces and parts of it everywhere. Japanese conglomerates went on a huge buying spree. I usually use the gung-ho example, but I shouldn't. I should use more than that. Because those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. I sort of believe that. You know, back in 1980, September 10, a Japanese buyer's shop for parts in Detroit was one of the very first headlines. Automakers were coming here to put American parts in their cars. Meanwhile, American firms like Motorola were still finding Japanese buyers for their products, included beepers. I know you're saying beepers. Yeah, you probably were selling drugs if you know what a beeper is. Motorola breaks the Japanese barrier. Country's influence was starting to be felt in the American cosmopolitan corners. Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi. 
museums started to feature Japanese ex- uh, Japanese exhibitions. And then when the trend got real, I mean really real, Japan bought into Ford Steel. We hadn't seen anything yet at that point in time. There's going to be more liberal trade policies. The value of the dollar fell dramatically against the yen. The Japanese firm bought part of the Seattle Mariners. They bought the mobile building in New York. Old school Americans were outraged and warned of an economic Pearl Harbor. Hollywood started introducing Japanese bosses. Back to the Future 2 featured Japanese companies that would dominate. Die Hard, starring Bruce Willis, took place in a Japanese building in Los Angeles. Anyone growing up in the 80s will remember the cartoons, the Transformers, the Voltrons, the Thundercats. So, ultimately, their domination of America went the other direction. Sony bought bought Columbia Pictures for $4.4 billion. You can start seeing it starts getting a little bit uh, frothy here. Mitsubishi bought half of the Rockefeller Center. You know, with all that spending, inflation in Japan exploded, and they've never been the same since. As a nation, they've never really, really recovered. They've got an aging society. It might sound familiar. We've got an aging baby boomer. To get your calls in the air, let's go to Jim from Newark. Jim, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Rob? Good. Let me pump that number, 800-516-1220. Yeah, get some more calls in there. It'd be nice. Yep. Question for you. For the last couple of years, the market's been up early in the year. Would it have been smart to have, I mean, basically, if it's up 15% and you expect a 15% return for the year, would it have been smart to have reduced your positions? If you have mutual funds, should you rely on the mutual fund manager to do that for you? Because you see those big stocks like Open Table, Travel Zoo, Apple, even that go up significantly, and then all of a sudden they come down. So I'm just wondering, what is your position on how do you manage that, and is it best to use mutual funds? Can I ask what your position is? My position? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I have mixed emotions. I talked to my financial planner last year when we were up 15% in our account, and I said, Hey, what do you expect the market to be up this year? 15%. If everybody's telling me 15%, why shouldn't we just take the money now and sit back and wait and see what happens? So I'm almost, that's almost my position at this point. Okay. Um, do it and find out what happens. I don't think it's that easy, and if it were, I think everyone would be doing it, Jim. Yeah, I don't um, think let me give it's you... that easy either. That's why I'm calling you because you seem to know a lot more about it than I would. Yeah, the last three months of 2008 were horrific. Um, but uh, July through September was pretty fantastic. Then you jumped to 2009, and the last six months were fantastic. Not down, fantastic. And then you jumped to 2010, and the last four months were bumpy. There was definitely a correction in October, but there was a recovery in December. Last year, there was a massive recovery in December, especially in front of the fiscal cliff. Um, from October, what were we at, 5th? 1460, and by January we were at uh, roughly about 1500. So there wasn't, it was sideways. So I don't believe in market timing, Jim. 
I believe in accumulation. I think you can get more defensive in the back half of the year. I think you can get more aggressive in the front half. But I don't believe in all in or all out. Yeah, well, I would say I wouldn't believe in that either. I'm just wondering if you reduce your positions at some level because I know historically if you look at the market, you're going to really make your money in about two to four months of the year was when the market really goes up. And every year those are different. Right. So what you're saying is if you're out of the market on the best days or the best months, you may miss that whole year return or you may miss all that loss. Yeah. No one knows what those months are going to be. It's Again, a grand challenge. It's a great, it's, get over it. Enjoy California. Stay invested, but get more defensive. Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, I could talk, and I'll probably talk a little bit about this in the next segment. I'll give a little bit of my market strategy outlook for the year, but I'll also put that in a newsletter in the next couple of weeks um, because I, I have developed all this, and I'm getting ready to release it ever so slowly. All right. Um, appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. Sure. Thanks for the call. Um, I think that's one of the mistakes that people make is that they try to time and they try to get too smart. And right now, there's a big concern that a lot of retail investors, i.e. you, the average person, is jumping into the market at the wrong time. The markets are hitting five-year highs, about to break into all-time highs, and for some reason, now you're interested. So there's a little bit of frustration there. And it's, I think you know what I'm talking about is that we had a great up market last year. And I know there was a lot of people like, fiscal cliff, get out of the market. Do you know when to buy? Do you know when to sell? I do. Did you have a plan? Did you talk to your broker? I had a plan. I think it's crap. History once made is worth studying, but it doesn't necessarily always become as imaginable and easy as you think it is. I wasn't surprised to see the stock market's performance in 2012, considering the market was basically flat in 2011, despite earnings increasing 14%. We had the earnings increase in 2011, but stocks kind of went up and then went down, so it kind of ended flat to sideways. Last year, we went into the year thinking Greece, Eurozone, credit implosion, Europe, Spain, Italy, China, hard landing, U.S. slipping back into recession, fiscal cliff, presidential elections. It's all about earnings. And over time, it's all about earnings. Are we stuck in a uh, world of subpar earnings right now? No, they're okay. Economic growth is decelerating with weak levels of business investment. That's something I'm keeping an eye on. There's some adverse effects of fiscal austerity, which is going to be felt all around the world. In countries and outside of countries who invest with those companies or or do trade with those companies, countries, countries. So austerity basically means government spend a little bit less. We know that. Earning growth estimates are high right now for the first and second quarter, so I continue to expect the bar to be lowered as they were in the fourth quarter to make the first quarter look good. Core retail sales, if you exclude auto, building materials, and gas, decelerating. Growth in industrial production decelerating. There's always the unexpected that can happen. And what that basically means is that in any given day, things can change. But the Fed's easy money policy has so far been kind of complacent. It hasn't created inflation. At some point, we're going to wake up and say, wow, there's inflation. Operating earnings are expected to increase 11% in 2013. So I have no problem 
blending my numbers to see where we're going to be in the next couple of years. I'm surprised at how much stock America has bought back, American companies. They've done a great job. They've borrowed money at low levels, and they've been buying back stock, and they've been increasing their dividends. Now, again, that's borrowed money. So that's a little bit of financial engineering. I don't want you to think that I don't know that. But the 11% earnings expectations are good. I'm not jumping up and down, but I'm comfortable with it. Get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. Case Shiller Home Price Index up 5.5%. January Consumer Confidence was a lower than expected reading, but it was an okay reading. VMware is getting crushed today. That's one of those tech companies that I like to look at, but I don't like to touch. Seagate down. Apple's up nine, looking as if it put in a bottom. But again, consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned. Again, Apple at 700, was it ridiculous? Yeah. Apple at 425, is it ridiculous? Yeah. Apple announced today that they're going to come out with a new iPad 4 that basically is going to have 128 gig of memory. Now, who needs that? Businesses. And that's good news if you're Apple. 3D CAD files, x-rays, film edits, music tracks, project blueprints, training videos, service manuals, all greater options. It also raises the bar. It says competition. You know, we, we know we need higher margin stuff. Growing number of states are looking at minimum wage hikes. That would be nice to see for the average person out there. Again, there's two sides to that argument. Don't forget, i got a seminar coming up this weekend, Walnut Creek. You can learn more at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. It's two seminars, in fact. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. We're still looking at a major problem for the Benicia Bridge. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. So a couple things that get me angry. And I've decided I'm going to do my 100 Things That Make Me Angry show again sometime soon. But chicken wings make me angry this year. In large part, how expensive they are. I want to have a good Super Bowl. I want wings. But boneless wings. You can save a buck on boneless wings. They're less messy. They're less fatty. They're also less expensive. They're chunks of chicken breast, which is stated at a much lower and much more consistent price than wings. Now, again, you don't get the flavor of the bone. But Wingstop this year is pushing no bones option for the Super Bowl. 25 boneless wings for 19.99. You know, you're saying, how much are these wings that you're buying? In the last year, they've gone up from a buck twenty-one a pound to buck eighty-two last um, to, uh, two years ago. A buck twenty-one to last year's buck eighty-two to this year's two hundred six. That's too much. The drought and the fact that every restaurant has been adding wings to their their, their menu because they're cheap to make and they they jack up the bill. About one point two billion wings will be eaten this Super Bowl weekend. That's a big dip from last year's numbers, based on money. Um, I think you can get. 40 nuggets for 4 bucks, Something like that. Maybe it's 400 nuggets for 4 bucks. You can always go with sliders or mini wraps or fish dip. You can go off the menu and look hootie tootie. 
you can get that KDOW half price biz deal where you can get uh, uh, <laughs> you can get barbecue at half price. Your local radio station that you're listening to, whether it's KKOL or KDOW, does half off price deals and you can go to their website to find out about them. So change it up a little bit this year. Another thing that I hate is that $8,000 engagement ring. I got an email on that, and again, I'm just angry. Um, and then financing the stuff is, it's its ludicrous how much it costs to finance. 25%, 27% at Shane, 28% at Zales. It's its ironic, it's, it's sad, it's tragic that our society, and I don't know if it's all societies, but I don't know if it's even cross-cultures. We encourage young people to take... Again, I got this beautiful young woman sent me an email. I know she's beautiful because I've got a um, an email filter that it checks to see your Facebook picture, your LinkedIn picture, and then it ties it to the email that you send me. And she's like, yeah, me and my husband, my fiancé, we're saving money, and we're going to both put in $6,000 for the wedding. And They've already spent almost $25,000 by the time you get the engagement ring, by the time you do the honeymoon. By the time you do the wedding, in the last fifteen, in the last twenty years, you know how many weddings I've gone to that I still know the people. One, one. So stop with this whole crazy wedding premise. Do you know how many wedding gifts I've given that just aren't relevant? Like, I always give cash because it's like you just spend a crazy amount of money. Please, please, and then it probably gets blown on you know drinks with cute little umbrellas in tropical locales. Young people shouldn't be getting married and spending 25000 Young people should be married and loving each other. $25,000 and when you're 25 years old, it'll grow to $50,000 by the time you're 33. It'll grow to $100,000 by the time you're 40, 41. It'll grow to $200,000 by the time you're 50. It'll grow to yeah, probably about $300,000 by the time you retire, maybe 350 depending on how risk-averse uh, you are. So that little wedding just cost you... Well over a quarter of a million dollars. And again, I started the show today with crazy, scary stats. 75% of boomers are retiring into Social Security as their main source of income. Not knowing that you get taxed on it. Not knowing that you also have to pay for your medical expenses. You basically have to pay for health care. I know a lot of people think Medicare is free. It's not. It's health care that you have to purchase. And sure enough, most years, it goes higher. Got a seminar coming up this weekend, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning, Embassy Suites, Walnut Creek, from 9 to noon. That's for those of you who are wealthy, who have a financial planner that you're not happy with, who have a broker you're not happy with, who are asking questions. Like the last segment, we had this question from, and I should have asked him this, uh, from a caller. He basically said, you know, should I time the market? No. You should look at, do you have enough to retire? Are you on the road to having enough to retire? And quit trying to be greedy. Greedy and foolish, uh, they go hand in hand. Fearful and foolish go hand in hand. He's making a foolish mistake by trying to do everything perfect. Instead of playing the game right, you know, the San Francisco Giants, they so I'm sorry, the San Francisco, yeah, the Giants. They won the World Series two years ago and then last year. So they won two out of the last three World Series. They're probably playing the game right by not bringing back Brian Wilson. Yes, he'll sell a lot of jerseys. Yes, he'll get a lot of fans interested. 
But if his shoulder's not right after two Tommy John surgeries, his shoulder's not right. And I think they're playing a mathematical odds game. And again, you can't blame them. They're playing the game right. Now, if he goes on to the Mets, he's going to sell a lot of jersey for the Mets. If he goes on to have a great year, there's going to be a lot of people that look back and say, shouldn't have done it. But he learned to play the game right. That's my opinion. So quit being greedy. So uh, Jim for Newark, come out of the seminar this week. Wealth Preservation, Retirement Planning, Embassy Suites, Walnut Creek. More information at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's 10 bucks, but it's $8 to park, and you can bring a friend for free. So it's 2 bucks. Um, and honestly, it's just to keep out crazy people. I try not to overcrowd my seminars. I try, I'd rather have 20 people than 200 people. In large part, it's you just get it's crazy when crazy people show up. It's not fun for anyone. To get your calls in there, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. I'm doing a Money 101, all things financial. That's for people who are 20, 30, 35, maybe 40, maybe 45 if you're stretching it. It's everything that you need. It's 20 concept ideas on everything from budgeting to picking stocks to rebalancing your 401k to insurance issues to weddings. You can sign up at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. The Money 101 is from 1 to 4 in the afternoon. The Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning is from 9 to noon. $185 million is going to be generated in, in visitor spending at the Super Bowl. I wish people were saving and watch the game at home. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.